Hi, everybody, and welcome to another exciting edition of Gaming and Leisure Podcast. I'm your host, John Cash Philippi, and I am here with Tim Kennedy with Duetto. We're going to talk about hotel yielding today. Tim, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Great. Thanks, John. It's great to see you again and great to be a part of this GNL podcast. Hello to the GNL community. For those of you that don't know me, my name is Tim Kennedy. I work here at Duetto. For the past six years, prior to that, I was with Infor, and prior to that, with Agilisys. So chances are our paths have probably crossed at some point during my career. My focus is on helping uh, technology or bringing technology solutions to casino operators and helping them solve some of their business challenges. So looking forward to the discussion today, John, talking about uh, hotel revenue management. That's great. You're right. Uh, you're uh, you're famous in our circles. I know our paths have crossed throughout all your uh, career uh, choices. So it's been wonderful to work with you. Uh, but uh, I gotta admit, I had this uh, I had this idea for this podcast because I was at the Gaming and Leisure Roundtable this year. Uh, we brought up hotel yielding, and uh, I had some questions about the way it was being done and was immediately shouted down by everybody in the room. So I really kind of wanted to, uh, you know, have a podcast and talk to you, uh, talk to a professional about it because when I have had the conversation about hotel yielding, I, I seem to have the same opinion as many other people in the industry, but nobody wants to say it aloud. So uh, I thought it was a great time for us to, have a very open and brief discussion. It really doesn't involve sales or anything else. It has to do with, uh, let's talk about the technology and uh, where it's going. Yeah, absolutely. This won't be a uh, commercial for Duetta or, or anything like that. It's going to be more discussion around you know, where revenue management is today when it comes to uh, hotels and casino hotels and maybe uh, help the audience get a better understanding of where, uh, where it's a good fit and some of the things to uh, consider as they make their... Uh, technology plans and investments for 2023 and beyond. That sounds great. Well, just to get started, I mean, most people on this podcast probably know what hotel yielding is, but why don't you just give a brief overview of it, exactly what hotel yielding is for the, you know, for the novices that don't know. Yeah, sure. So it's, uh, it's, it's a bit of an, an antiquated term uh, now, John, but we won't hold that against you. Uh, <laughs> th that phrase dates back to the late 1980s uh, when uh, the, some of the large branded hotels had followed in the footsteps of, of airlines uh, and kind of uh, taken a more uh, sophisticated approach to revenue management. And so hotel yielding kind of became revenue management. And then of late, it's become more, you hear it more often referred to as revenue optimization or revenue strategy. And it used to be a pretty simple definition. It used to be kind of right guess, right room, which is, is still to some degree accurate, but more comprehensive definition these days uh, based on kind of the, the complexity of the, the hotel technology landscape and the kind of the guest you know, buying journey and, and buying process, a more comprehensive definition I would suggest is putting in the right guest in the right room at the right time via the right channel with the overall goal being kind of optimizing the profitability of the asset. The asset in that case, not just being the hotel room, but the entire property. 
And so one of the things that we like about uh, that revenue managers like about this this discipline is the uh, there's a there's a, implied in that definition is the guest willingness to pay, which is an interesting um, concept, and it involves a variety of ideas like real and perceived value, available alternatives, and guest demographics. And willingness to pay is one of those things that is difficult to uh, quantify in many cases because of of kind of the nature of what drives a guest willingness to pay. Some of it, of course, is emotional, but some of it is going to be a rational evaluation of, of alternatives. And so, in the casino world, uh, what this uh, what this has allowed uh, revenue management system to do is to take a much more uh, flexible approach to how uh, hotel rooms are priced and yielded and how guests are rewarded for their loyalty based on their kind of overall worth of the organization. That's great. I, I really appreciate you pointing out how old I am. <laughs> you know, uh, but you're right. I we both have a bit of gray hair now, John. So. Yeah, that's true. Um, you know, I guess, you know, you, you hit the note that I think a lot right person, right room, um, you know, uh, you added some more of that, obviously. Uh, but how have you been able to, like, in your world, quantify that ancillary profit to the resort? Yeah, it's uh, obviously uh, with the, the asset being kind of the overall hotel uh, and not just or the overall, overall property, not just the hotel room itself. Uh, there is a lot of um, there's a lot of effort now behind uh, looking at kind of guests' overall worth, whether that be spend on a hotel room, but also spend on a casino floor and the spa and food and beverage outlets, uh, and so on. So um, many hotel operators still look at the traditional metrics, RevPAR, ADR, things like that. Uh, and those are still important. And you'll see a lot of, you know, comparisons made and, uh, you know, financial reports made based on those kind of metrics. But a lot of the more sophisticated organizations uh, are looking at newer metrics, things like T-RevPoor, which is total revenue per occupied room. And in the case of casino hotels, WorthPoor, which is worth per occupied room. And T-RevPoor in particular, it's a useful metric because it incorporates that non-room revenue that I mentioned, like F&B and SPA. And of course, that's going to contribute to the overall profitability picture of the, uh, of the hotel. We've done some research internally. Uh, about our customers when they've deployed Duetto. Within six months of deploying Duetto, they see a, they've seen, based on the population that we looked at, there was a 7.8% increase in T-Rev poor. Um, looking at the casino uh, business for a minute, worth poor is an important metric because it captures a guest hotel, it captures a uh, hotel guest theoretical contribution to gross gaming revenue, right? So that's a key uh, metric that obviously GGR is a key metric, but also worth poor is a key metric because what it really uh, identifies is how well you are doing at putting your highest value players in the rooms. And so uh, being able to uh, you know, have your highest value players in your rooms is going to obviously contribute more to the gross gaming revenue. 
And uh, that's a that's a typical, or excuse me, that's a key insight when it comes to your revenue managers creating and executing profitable revenue strategies. Now that's great, and I can see the advantages. Um, they're they're pretty obvious in a large uh, hotel casino. How does that scale down to like a small hotel uh, with a small casino? I mean, and if you don't got a lot, you know. Yeah, it's uh, it's a it's a common uh, perception, but I would suggest that an uh, RMS is even more important for smaller casino hotels or smaller hotels, especially for ones that operate in high demand environments, whether that be seasonally high demand or weekday weekend high demand. In these cases, especially if we're talking about a, a casino hotel, the hotel room is a precious and per perishable commodity, so it's even more important to make sure that the hotel rooms go to the highest value guests and that the rooms are available for those guests that often book or try to book at the last minute. So again, uh, high demand environments, uh, which are you know for, uh, for regional casinos, typically the weekends, uh, if you have a, a 100 room hotel, then if you just kind of opened it up to everyone and said, first come, first serve. Well, without a revenue management system, you're going to have that hotel room full of the lower value guests instead of your, your high end, most valuable, most profitable guests. Well, you mentioned, um, and I'm trying to remember the actual term you used. It was uh, about the, it was getting as much as you could from the guest uh, uh, you know, are their their willingness or threshold of of uh, payments or whatever? Right, willingness and, to pay. You, I'm sorry. Willingness to pay. Willingness to pay. Thank you. Uh, their willingness to pay. How does that work? If is there really like a, what like if I have a small hundred room hotel like you're saying, but it doesn't have a casino, it doesn't have a lot of a menu. Maybe it has a restaurant hooked to the side of it or something like that. How does that, how does it work for that? Does it really provide a profit? Well, it, it does in the sense of your, your last minute bookers typically have a higher propensity to pay. Mm -hmm. And so when you sell out too soon, and so if you have a suboptimal booking curve, then all those guests that would book in your, the last whatever your booking window might be one day three days and so on are going to be shut out right and have to look for alternatives and so they you you miss the opportunity to capture that guest and that guest that might be willing to pay a little bit more for a um for the room based on their their last minute booking okay and i, I get that so why wouldn't i be able to use like just a a spreadsheet for one of these small hotels i mean why couldn't i i do my own little spreadsheet algorithm saying okay if it gets to x do y type of thing what yeah yeah so uh it's funny there's there's this uh perception again that they're that small hotels don't need it and the reality of it is that uh many hotels in fact most hotels around the world still use spreadsheets or nothing at all uh, which is great by the way for companies like duetto and and others in this market uh, that sell revenue management software, but there's some pretty clear limitations in doing so. Um, kind of a side note on that, 
I did some analysis of, of Duetto's customers uh, before this podcast, John, and uh, about 40% of our 4,500 global customers uh, have a room count of 100 or fewer. So there really is a case to be made for money to be made uh, for, for uh, the smaller hotels. But back to your question about spreadsheets for a second. Um, so uh, first of all, uh, one of the primary um, reasons to kind of evolve away from spreadsheets and into a, a platform or a system is it's impossible for a human with a spreadsheet to come keep up with the dozens uh, in the case of large hotels, right? It's going to be hundreds of daily price changes, right? Because as the uh, business environment is changing, uh, your pricing should be changing as well. Um, so there's the idea of not being able to stay on top of all the necessary price changes, meaning you're leaving revenue opportunities on the table. It's also a question of having to then make those changes in the spreadsheet and then also in the property management system or the central reservation system, depending on where the, those prices are kept. Um, related to that is the, the whole idea of, and this is an important part of you as a technologist that I would appreciate, right? The integration between the, a property management system and a revenue management system. So the more modern uh, RMS solutions have a real-time interface to the PMS. So the bookings are coming in within minutes of when they're being made in the in the property management system. And so a spreadsheet would not have that kind of real-time connection. So it would inevitably be looking at uh, kind of old or obsolete data. And then uh, the spreadsheet also, again, no matter how sophisticated sophisticated it can be, it doesn't really have the horsepower um, and the sophistication to look at a wide range of demand indicators to make pricing recommendations like a kind of a modern cloud-based big data focused uh, RMS can do. So spreadsheets um, are never going away, uh, but I think when it comes to working efficiently and taking advantage of every revenue opportunity, uh, it's just much more difficult to do uh, with a spreadsheet, not to mention the fact that when you operate with a spreadsheet, your revenue manager essentially is, is a much more administrative role than a strategic role. And of course, revenue managers have a lot of knowledge about you know, revenue strategies in the market. And so you really want them focused on the more strategic aspects of their role, you know, creating and executing revenue strategies rather than making price changes manually pulling reports manually, smashing together data manually in a, in a spreadsheet. So the whole idea of driving efficiency into the organization is an important aspect as well. In addition to the fact that you're going to get, you know, you're going to be more likely to take advantage of revenue opportunities when you're using a system as opposed to a spreadsheet. Oh, okay. So I get it. But how do I justify spending like 50 to a hundred K uh, per year on a hotel, well, not you, the room management system, uh, you know, to, to save a few or save or make a few dollars on, on a weekly basis. Yeah. So you're showing your age again, John, uh, which <laughs> I can say, cause we're probably about the same age. Um, so the days of an RMS costing that much for a hundred room hotel are long gone. It's really just uh, a fraction of, of that cost. Uh, but your point is well made. You do need to justify it. 
Um, and but the reason it's uh, it's no longer at that at that price point for one is competition, right? Competition in the market is a good thing. It, it drives down prices for consumers and it, it drives vendors to be more innovative in the market and the solutions they're bringing to market. So uh, since Duetto is you know a, a newer company, we just celebrated our our tenth year anniversary. Uh, we were kind of built in the cloud for the cloud, modern, multi-tenant SaaS environment. So as a result, modern RMSs deploy quicker, deploy easier, they cost less, they've got a faster time to value. So uh, I think that's one of the reasons why uh, we've seen, and not just, I say that we collectively, in other words, RMS vendors are enjoying uh, some some tailwinds is because uh it is now a much more affordable solution it's no longer a luxury um the other thing that i think comes to when it comes to the play of justifying uh, a revenue management system especially if you're coming from nothing at all if you're coming from a spreadsheet there's an awful lot of low-hanging fruit to be picked and so when that's the case it, what we found our research has it's almost impossible to um to not achieve an ROI in the first year. In fact, we've had some customers achieve an ROI in, in the first month. Uh, specifically in our casino customers, and this would apply really across across any uh, RMS solution. The, the problem that a lot of casinos have is their 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 house is not balanced. So we can help them balance the house, and by that I mean uh, you're they're either overcomping, which means they're putting players in the rooms that that aren't worth the what a retail uh, price of the room could be, or they're undercomping, which means they're taking cash guests at the expense of players that, based on their overall value to the to the asset, should be in those rooms. And so it's just a very difficult thing to accomplish uh, effectively and efficiently and consistently without the use of an RMS. So. Uh... I guess my next question, because uh, I've already been told how old I am several times. So uh, I'm going to go with a newer question is, uh, you know, how big a role is AI playing in yielding now? Yeah, it's a timely question, John. Uh, <laughs> For what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, given how you know, we see in the in the uh, news of late, uh, how uh, chat GPT has gone viral over the past few months. Uh, to answer your question, I think uh, AI, when it comes to revenue management, is still a work in progress, not to mention it's still a bit challenging to get people to, to agree on an actual definition of AI, what it is when it comes to uh, technology. So when I was uh, thinking about what uh, I, what AI, a good definition, of, a good working definition of AI, I, I came across one, I'll credit uh, IBM for this definition. It says that in its simplest form, AI is a field which combines computer science and robust data sets to enable problem, so, problem solving. So if we use that kind of definition, then I'd say most modern R RMS solutions use AI, meaning they ingest and utilize a wide range of data sources, such as reservations data, which include bookings, cancellations, and no-shows competitor rates, market events, guest reviews, competitive marketing, excuse me, competitive market data, like RPI, for example, and then also 
web shopping data, which would include things like regrets and denials, people that look that, that don't book or try to book but can't book because you don't have availability. And so the different RMS providers use different approaches and how they uh, kind of collect and utilize that data. But the goal, of course, is to find that optimal mix that's going to allow the system to make optimal pricing decisions. And so uh, in, in that respect, I think I, AI is, uh, is taken hold, but it's certainly not a, at its uh, that it kind of the most sophisticated AI is not something I, that we I think we've yet seen uh, in hotel revenue management. I think at this point it's still aspirational. But I I want to uh, kind of expand on that a little bit, John, because one of the things that we have seen, and if you kind of squint your eyes a little bit, you can kind of put this into the AI category. But it's around automation, right? And, and uh, the degree of automation that um, a hotel is comfortable with when it comes to re revenue management and, and pricing strategies and how a revenue manager is going to interact with an RMS when it comes to making those price changes. So at Duetta, we believe in, a, in a, uh, a concept called controlled automation, which is to say we give operators the choice of how much automation to use depending on what they're com most comfortable with. So for example, some of our customers use autopilot all the time, meaning it's always on, which means every time the, the platform optimizes, which in Duetto's case is three times a day, uh, fresh rate recommendations and are pushed to all connected systems and fresh forecasts are made for every segment. Uh, other customers set all autopilot to be on, you know, 14 days or 30 days before arrival and have the revenue manager kind of approve and publish prices within, that, within those windows. And then others, uh, we won't mention any names, <coughs> casinos, uh, are control freaks and still uh, aren't really adopting uh, autopilot to a, to a large extent. But um, Duetto has a belief that revenue management is both kind of an art and a science. And so we look at our platform as a tool set to be used by skilled build and knowledgeable revenue professionals. Um, I was reading an article earlier this week from a, uh, the global vice president of revenue for Wyndham, and uh, he talks about AI. So I want to I touch on that briefly. And uh, this is where I think it's still very much aspirational. Uh, I think with AI, there's great potential to take loyalty pricing, which casino hotels in particular have done well for some time now, to go beyond uh, loyalty pricing and instead move to personalized one-on-one -on -one pricing. So really one-to-one -one pricing where you're able to better understand guest psychology. So in other words, not just guest preferences or guest segmentation, but guest psychology when it comes to the buying decisions and willingness to pay. And uh, not coincidentally, uh, one of the topics discussed this week at the Skift Megatrends event was the was the idea of how emotion is going to be the next frontier for brand marketing when it comes to hotels. So anyway, I think the, uh, AI holds great potential, and we'll have to see exactly how it uh, comes into play in terms of its actual use in an RMS. Cool. That's fascinating. Um, I guess for my last question, uh, if you had one sentence to convince me to buy Duetto or any other uh, revenue management system, a room management system, uh, any of that, what would that sentence be? 
to keep it to one sentence, I would say Duetta will help your property work more effectively, compete. I would, excuse me, work more efficiently, compete more effectively, and make more money. Those three things. Which is what we're all trying to do anyway. So that's that's awesome. Well, thank you, uh, Tim. I appreciate uh, you coming on with us. And uh, I, I hope uh, everybody got a good education on yielding. I know our on revenue <laughs> management systems. And I know I did. And I very much appreciate having, having you on with us today. It's my pleasure, John. I enjoyed our discussion. I hope it was beneficial for the audience. I, Definitely, I'm sure it was. Thank you very much. You're welcome.